God, transform us today by your power, by the renewing of our minds to turn from the meager elements of this world now unto the word of God. Zechariah chapter 12 verse 8 In that day shall the Lord defend the inhabitants of Jerusalem and he that is feeble among them at that day shall be as David and the house of David shall be as God as the angel of the Lord before them Brother Brenham said we try to make our weaknesses excuses this is the most common form of self-sabotage whenever the believer reaches a juncture where God wants to propel them into purpose. After Moses had exhausted all spiritual reasoning as to why God should not send him, he resorted to basic human fragility. He looked at himself and ran to his defect, which in his case was his speech impediment. He couldn't comprehend how God could use a man who couldn't string a sentence together without stuttering. Surely God has a better, more eloquent, less history-laden candidate. And in all this thinking and self-disqualifying, God's presence becomes irrelevant to us. Hello, have you forgotten God is your creator, Moses? Meaning that as you were being conceived, he saw that you would carry a speech impediment and allowed it to happen. If your speech impediment was going to be a hindrance to God's program, would the all-seeing God not have foreseen this and rightly corrected it? Jeremiah, remember, informs us that God ordains a prophet even before they are formed in their mother's womb. Meaning in God's perfect wisdom, it was to be this stuttering Moses that would fulfill a 400-year prophetic wait for a deliverer. And so you can understand the fury of God when Moses raises up this weakness as a reason for God not to send him. It is an excuse that basically says to God, you don't know me. And there is no greater insult to a creator than for his creation to not acknowledge his presence. You are not Frankenstein's monster birthed in some random equation of mayhem. No, you are born of the very intimate thoughts of God. Remember, it's Moses writing his story. So when he writes that God was furious with his stuttering excuse, he must have felt it. Nowadays we worship in the invisible, if only we could see how furious God gets sometimes with our countless excuses over what we deem are flaws in his design. We spend more time trying to modify what God has finalized instead of walking into the destiny that he has prescribed for every one of us with the confidence that the maker knew what he was doing. The edges that might make you feel uncomfortable in the mirror, whether it's the mirror beholding the physical or the mirror beholding the past, all are immaterial. They might just be the very vehicle of God's wonders in your life. A chain is strongest at its weakest link. We are very familiar with this quote, but have you ever considered the ramifications of that saying? It literally means that if the designer neglects to put in the weaker link, he has denied the whole chain of its strength. He has literally put failure in the chain by withholding weakness. Herein is the whole identity of Christianity. It is discovering that God's design of you is perfect. That's why Zechariah could, as he prophesied end-time truths, confidently say that even the weakest amongst them shall be like David. 
David representing both the glow of the chain and also the fragility of the chain that comes with flaws and mistakes. Don't deny God a chance to savor your victory with confounding the devil. Satan is waiting each and every day of this life's journey, not for him to put out a leg and trip you over, but for him to persuade you to trip over your own feet. It's the cycle of that negative mindset of I can't which culminates in self-hate and ultimately self-destruction. Let God have his way in the things you define as weakness. Your perfection is not in you, but it's in Christ in you. We will all have some kind of burning bush encounter where God wants to elevate us from being wandering believers to purpose-led believers. He doesn't want to talk about your weakness. He wants to talk about the hero mission he has purposed for you. Step into it. How much better it would be for dad of a morning at breakfast time Say John's going to have his examination today. Oh God, be with John. Help John. He asked me in the bedroom this morning and said, Dad, pray for me today. I've got to stand my examination. Pray for me. I'd rather my boy would get a, a good, decent F on his car to flunk than I wouldn't know he got a straight A and cheat over it. Yes, sir. What we need is to lose ourselves. Wholly depend upon the power of God. Now, bound. God passes the nobles and gets the weakness. God passes those who think there's something. To take somebody that don't know nothing to order to work his purpose in their life. That's what we get. God said to Paul, my strength is perfect. In your weakness, my, my strength becomes more perfect as you become more weaker. more you can yield to me, the better I can use you. The more you can forget about your education, the more you can forget about your denomination, the more you can forget about your stuff. And yield yourself to me, the more I can use you. Because you become weak, I, I'll make my own purpose strong. God can make strength out of weakness. That's the reason he always does it.